Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Once a month, I actually do a guest shot on a radio show in Australia. I call in and talk about the American car industry. For the American Car Report on Chris Goodsell's Road Ramblings, which is syndicated on a couple different radio stations here across Australia. And also, I believe it's heard in New Zealand, and I love New Zealand. So the interesting thing is that I'm fascinated by the differences between Australia and America. Uh, and, uh, you know, some of them are, are, are obviously, you know, they've got kangaroos. We don't. <laughs> and, uh, of course, they've got an interesting accent. But I kind of think they have me on the show because they think my accent is funny. And my accent to them probably is funny. It's got that funny American accent. But in Australia, there apparently are similar issues to the issues that Americans have discovered in the RV industry. And I've done a video called Don't Buy an RV. And I'm getting at that you need to understand what you're getting yourself into because RVs have issues. So the interesting thing is that in Australia, they refer to a tow-behind trailer type RV as a caravan. And I actually looked it up to make sure I got this straight. And Wikipedia's definition of an Australian caravan is a travel trailer, a camper, a tourer, or a camper trailer. And that is a trailer towed behind a road vehicle that provides a place to sleep, which is more comfortable and protected than a tent, but not by much. Okay, so travel trailer, camper, tourer. So whenever I say caravan in the upcoming story, we're talking about a travel trailer or a camper. And if you're in Australia, I'm talking about a caravan. <laughs> and Graham sent me a story, said, Steve, check this out. Prepare to be shocked. It turns out that the campers in Australia are not much better than those in America. Uh, Tara Cassidy wrote this for the ABC Gold Coast. The headline is, Caravan Industry Slammed by ACCC as Customers Complain They're Being Treated Like Garbage. Denise Tice used her inheritance to buy a new caravan in October. And that was last year to enjoy a much-needed break with her husband. But instead of beachside holidays and new memories, she said the camper was plagued with issues from the outset, from the vehicle itself to dismissive suppliers not wanting to fix problems. And I've heard that this got worse during COVID. Everyone wanted to buy an RV or a trailer, and they were selling them like hotcakes, and you brought them back for repairs. They often have more people selling than they do repairing. So... According to the Caravan Industry Association of Australia, one in 13 Australian households owns a caravan. But the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, that's the ACCC or the A3C, says the industry has treated many buyers poorly. The woman I mentioned at the top says she was called a liar, refused help, lost large sums of money, and had her family's lives put in danger all due to the purchase she now thoroughly regrets. When I say she was refused help, I mean she, they refused to help her. Not that she refused to help anybody else. They, they refused to help her. She says, we bought the caravan in October with my inheritance. $75,000 we paid straight up front for the van. And they just treated us like garbage from day one once they got our money. I'm guessing van there is short for caravan. She claims within the first few days, the supplier scratched their car when connecting the caravan and then denied it before promising to do the right thing if she did not cancel the sale. After hitting the road with their new caravan, she and her husband dealt with numerous broken accessories, including an oven, which was a non-negotiable feature due to the strict diet of her husband, who has a uh, form of cancer that requires him to have a special kind of diet. 
After dragging their feet to fix that, the supplier then failed to hire a gas fitter to oversee the repair, resulting in two 9-kilo canisters leaking gas into their caravan. A gas fitter came out later and said, This has a major leak. Luckily, we weren't sleeping in there. It could have killed us. She said she'd also lost large sums of money in wages and three spoiled holidays due to the ongoing issues. It's not just the holiday, but the money. We're on a farm. We have to hire somebody to do our work while we're gone, she said. So we paid wages to someone on three separate occasions. And each time we've had to turn around and come home. She said she made an official complaint to Safe Work NSW, which issued a warning to the supplier. Now, the business said it takes umbrage at these accusations, and they did their best to assist her. The supply of appliances from the manufacturer is the real issue, they said. If we're completely honest, we too are becoming increasingly frustrated and continuing to shoulder the blame for faulty caravan appliances, when in fact the real issue lay with the manufacturer. And this is a similar problem to what happens in America. So you buy an RV, a camper, whatever it is, doesn't matter, tow behind, fifth wheel, whatever. You buy it and you'll know that, for instance, the unit is sold to you by a dealer and the unit has a manufacturer's name on it. But this is where it diverges wildly from the auto industry. So if you buy a Ford and it needs work, you take it to a Ford dealership and they're authorized to work on anything in that vehicle. Okay? You buy a camper and the oven goes out or the refrigerator goes out or, or something of the plumbing goes out. If you read your owner's manual, it'll often say, we, the manufacturer, will warrant the structure of the unit, the shell of the unit, but many of the appliances inside the unit have their own warranties, such that if your oven goes bad, you can take it to the dealer and ask them to work on it, but it's not the manufacturer's fault. That's not their responsibility anymore. It's the oven manufacturer's responsibility. So I've had people tell me that they got in line and then got themselves into a dealership and the dealership said, um, don't know what to tell you, we contacted the oven manufacturer and they're all out. Or they won't authorize us to fix it because they say it's got to be done by a specialist. Or they'll say, oh, we told them it needs a whole new oven. And they said, no, 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 we're going to send you parts to fix the oven. And there's like nobody here who's qualified to do that. And so you run into these really, really strange issues. And most people don't think about this stuff when they buy an RV or a trailer or a camper, whatever it might be, because they assume it works the way it works with an automobile. And it doesn't. And it doesn't. And so I've had people who bought huge rigs, gigantic six-figure RVs, and something goes wrong inside it, they take it to the dealership, the dealership goes, eh, that's not us, that's somebody else. And then they pull out the banker's box filled with warranty booklets, and they find the warranty booklet that goes with their refrigerator. They call the refrigerator manufacturer, start hassling with them. So the owner at the dealership said any delay was caused by incorrect parts being sent from the manufacturer. It's almost like I'm a mind reader. He said while the oven was in fact broken when it left the dealership, he insisted that he explain that to the customer and that they were awaiting a response from the manufacturer. So he's saying we told the customer it had a broken oven, but they took it anyways. And that's an unusual one 
Because I know people who've got ants in their pants and they want to take the thing off the lot and go use it. But if they're told, oh, by the way, the oven doesn't work, and the husband has got dietary needs where they have to make his own food, it makes you wonder about that one. Now, ABC has contacted SafeWork NSW for comment. Meanwhile, on Queensland's Sunshine Coast, Glasshouse Mountain's president, Patricia Jackson, said she and her husband, Ian, sold their house and purchased a caravan earlier this year. That is a fantasy of a lot of Americans. A lot of Americans have this dream. They go, you know something? When I retire, what would be really, really cool to do would be to sell the house and buy an RV and travel the country. Spend a week in Colorado, a week in Texas, a week in Florida. Ah, it's warm out. A week in Maine. And just drive around and see the country with with no roots. And it sounds like a really cool idea, especially nowadays. Because no matter where you go, if you need to, you can get on the internet. Much of the stuff you do can be done via, you know, internet banking and so on. And so it sounds like such an attractive idea. Until you realize that the most permanent thing you have is an RV. (laughs) And uh, it's not as sturdy as a house. I don't care what kind you buy. So they planned to live in their caravan while they built their new home. So apparently they wanted to build a new home. She said she spent weeks dealing with a Melbourne manufacturer who promised the caravan would arrive by March. And four months later, it had not arrived. So she said that uh, constant phone calls and delays... They finally offered a drive to Melbourne to get the van, but were assured it would be on its way within days. Don't even worry, it's coming your way right now. She said, I called on the afternoon to confirm once again that our caravan was on the way. And he said, no, it wouldn't be loaded until Sunday or Monday because the drivers needed to sleep. So that was the last straw. They planned to drive to Melbourne to find out what was happening. Uh, Her husband was so upset that night he had a heart attack and had to be flown to the Sunshine Coast Hospital And he passed away April 4th, 2022. So the stress was just too much for him. We had just sold our house and we needed to move into the caravan. Now I have nowhere to live. She's actually staying with her son right now. And some people will fault her and say, hey, you don't sell your house out from underneath yourself before you've got the replacement lined up. But she'd ordered it and they gave her a delivery date and said, it'll be here on this date. And it wasn't that they were off by days or weeks. They were off by months. So uh, she said she's still dealing with phone calls from her caravan manufacturer, and she was doing so on the day of her husband's funeral. She says they lied to her. It was just the lies. If they had told the truth from the start, my daughter doesn't even want to see the caravan now because she said it was just a reminder of her father's death. The manufacturer was contacted for comment, but did not respond. Now, The consumer watchdog group there in Australia has issued a stern warning to the caravanning industry over its poor treatment of customers and said it had received more than 1,300 complaints in the last five years. In a survey led by the ACCC involving thousands of respondents, 80% reported having experienced problems with a new caravan. According to the ACCC, the most common complaints were in relation to consumer guarantee failures, misrepresentations by the dealers, and unexpected delays in the delivery and repair of the caravans. The story is much longer than that, but I don't think we need to rehash all of it. 
All I can tell you is this. A lot of people unfamiliar with the industry who own cars and are familiar with how the car thing works. If you buy a brand new car, it's under warranty, take the dealership, they fix it, they give it back to you. They go, oh, I buy an RV. If something goes wrong, I make the dealership. The dealership gives it back to me. I'm good, right? No, 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 no. See, most dealerships are well-equipped to sell vehicles. They're not as well-equipped to do repairs. And there's several reasons for this, and I don't blame them for this. It's just people aren't aware of it. So a Ford dealer that sells Fords has got people who are there qualified to repair Ford automobiles. Uh, an RV dealer might carry five or six different lines of RVs, and each one's different. And they're also different how they handle their warranty repairs. It is not uncommon that if you bring your vehicle back to an RV dealership for repairs, that they will look at it and go, yeah, it's covered. We'll take care of it. They will then take pictures of the damage and email it to the factory. And the factory will look at the pictures and either say yes, no, or we need more pictures. And I have spoken to people who work at these places and they go, we'd love to fix this guy's RV. But the factory is telling us that they want us to do it this way based on the pictures they saw. And we're looking at it with our own eyes going, wait, you hang on. And they send more pictures and they go, no, no, still fix it that way. Fix. And I've even heard where they've come to an impasse and the factory says either we'll send a guy up there because we've got, a, you know, they got a guy who travels around almost like a zone rep. And when our guy's in town, he'll step in there and, and make a call on this. Or your client can drive the RV down to us and we can walk out and take a look at it and tell them how we're going to fix it. So instead of going on vacation, you're driving your RV to Indiana. And when you're down there, where do you stay? Do you stay in your RV? It, some places will let you do that. But the point is, uh, when they work on it, what are you doing? And, you know, it's, it's just weird. It's just weird. And I know people, and I've been involved in litigation, although I do not handle RV cases anymore. I, I don't, sorry. But I, I remember back when I did, speaking to people on the other side of the V, that is the defense, you know, defendants and so on, when I've taken depositions or I've talked to attorneys or I've talked to people just about the case, and I've heard about the problems because there are some manufacturers that handle it one way, other manufacturers handle it another way, and the repairs to an RV never happen the same way they do with cars. You know, a car dealership, and you go in there and your car's leaking coolant and it turns out it's a water pump, they've got a water pump back in the parts department. They, they've got those, right? You go into an RV dealer because the refrigerator in your unit's gone bad. Well, you bring it in there and the first thing they fight over is, is this a refrigerator manufacturer problem or is this the manufacturer of the RV's problem? Because it could be installed wrong. So you got to pull it out, take a look at it, and make that determination. But they don't have spare refrigerators. Water pumps at Ford, yes. Refrigerators at the RV dealer, no. And even when it comes to the transportation part of it, the engine, the drivetrain, the chassis, a lot of dealerships are not equipped to do those kind of repairs either. And so I've had a guy, a client of mine, who had a $200,000 RV, and it had a problem. And whenever it had a problem mechanically with the drivetrain and chassis, they sent him to truck repair places. And they would say, we're going to send you to this place because they're an authorized 
rep and they can do repairs for the manufacturer of this chassis or this drivetrain. You don't take it to the RV dealer. They don't, they're going to go, we, we, don't, we don't do that. That's not us. Take it to the truck repair place. And that's what the manufacturer tells them. So when my client was at the dealership walking around his unit before he bought it, they said, by the way, this thing's got a great chassis, great drivetrain. They're explaining all this stuff to him. They didn't say, by the way, when the, something goes wrong with that, you don't bring it to us. You bring it to the truck place out there by the freeway. Never told him that. Now, understandably, he could have asked, but would that occur to the average person? Because if you ask the RV seller as he's selling you the vehicle, if something goes wrong with this RV, where do I take it? He's going to oh, bring it here. Bring it here. You bring it there and go, he has a problem with the uh, axle. Oh, we don't do that. Take it to the truck place. Problem with the refrigerator. We got to yank it out and see if that's a refrigerator problem or a manufacturer problem. Right? And so it's a whole different world. It's a whole different world. So before you buy an RV, know what you're getting yourself into and understand how different it is. And as Graham pointed out, is this any surprise that things are different in Australia? And on this issue, no, it's no surprise at all. So the caravan industry, the RV industry, slammed by the ACCC as customers complain they are being treated like garbage in Australia by that industry. ABC published this. Tara Cassidy wrote it. Graham, thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. It is yet to be proven that intelligence has any survival value.